Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. Tennessee just sounds perfect, whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee. Sounds perfect. So if you've been looking for a love at first sight, it's closer than you think. It can be found at your local shelter. So this June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive. Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Super special. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find name brands for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit at Ross. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. I mean, every style for spring. There's something for the guys, too, with deals on brand name shirts. And you can get outside this spring with the savings on outdoor tableware. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Hey, it's Ben. And it's Ashley. And we want to let you know that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. LifeVac is the easiest, safest, and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit LifeVac.net and enter promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS to save 20% and secure your home kit today. That's LifeVac.net and enter promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. I'm so ready for another week of the Almost Famous Podcast. Ashley, Tasha has never disappointed, ever. She truly is the greatest. She's she's the bachelorette that we've had the least amount of bachelor speak with. You know what I mean when I say bachelor speak? Uh, like there's yeah. like no bullshit. There's just no fluff talk. It's real talk. And it's so easy and fun to watch. I didn't want this episode to end. I love this episode. And when I was thinking about coming on here to talk to you about it, I was like, I don't even have much to say. You know why? Because there's nothing to pick apart. It was pretty much drama free until the very end. And, um, yeah, it's just like, I just want this episode to to lie. It's like, just let it be because it was a perfect episode. Well, there's definitely going to be some things I pick apart, but before we get to those, we have some bachelor (laughs) 
headlines. Ashley, I'm going to run through the list as usual. You're going to break them down because you're the expert and I learn from you on all at all times. All right, first headline, Matt James Batcher sneak peek is full of makeout sessions and tears. This is according to Cosmo. Well, did you see the sneak peek that aired for the first time during Ryan Philby, you know, my favorites, um, new show, Big Sky last week? Did you watch yes, it? Did you yeah. see that? Yeah. So it's a great clip. It came out earlier than we get basically any other Bachelor preview for the season. He looks great. Harrison's saying that the women are falling for him literally because one girl trips um, on her exit outside the limo. And I mean... It, there's nothing there's nothing hugely stand out about it jared's favorite part was that um that chris says you've never been in love well we are here to change that he thought it was very cinematic it, chris has been on his game i mean the guy's working harder than ever yeah. he's on more tv than he's ever been on before the guy is just crushing it with the lines i mean he is on fire well speaking of on fire Bachelorette Tasha Adams turns heads, yes, turns heads in mini dress and braids at 2020 American Music Awards in L.A. This according to Full Daily Mail. Not much of a story here, but if you guys did check out Tasha on the American Music Awards on Sunday night or you saw her posting on Instagram leading up to it, you saw how amazing she looked. She had those long beautiful braids and like the cutest dress. So Tasha's killing it as usual. Nothing more to talk about here. Well, this is shocking, but yet not shocking. Uh, it feels like when you're the bachelor or bachelor, uh, celebrities are sliding into DMS, um, quicker than you expect. In fact, it feels like recently, uh, especially, uh, mem cast members and former leads are uh, entering into a celebrity circle of their own. Bachelorette Tasha Adams reveals a Laker. Yes, an L.A. Laker slid into her DMs. This according to the New York Post. <laughs> OK, so Tasha was on, you know, what her podcast this week. And she said, well, there is a Laker that slid into my DMs. I talked to a Laker. That's what she says. And then Rachel, who I think was on her podcast, Oh, it was a happy hour and clickbait crossover podcast. Um, she said, is it cuz referencing Winnie Harlow's main squeeze, you know, um, supermodel Winnie Harlow's main squeeze, Kyle Kuzma. And then Tasha said, maybe, maybe not before clarifying that she had spoken to him previously. She also ruled out that LeBron James is not the Laker in question. She said, I wish it was LeBron. The guessing game continued. Um, and then she said, no, believe me, no one exciting. I wish someone, I wish it was someone really good, but nobody exciting. So I'm assuming that the Laker that did slander her DMs is not a household name. So <laughs> Ashley, I might be reading into this too much. Tell me where my thoughts are going wrong. If Tasha was mentioning that it would be exciting for one of these guys to slide into the DMs, does yeah, that weird, right? Does that mean she's potentially single? Because you wouldn't, I mean, maybe like you know, matters how close you are, but it would feel like a pretty aggressive statement for somebody who just recently got engaged to be saying. Pretty interesting. Now we haven't listened to the actual interview, the yeah, actual true. crossover podcast, so we. We're, we apologize for not having context on this, but I would assume that this Laker slid into her DMs not knowing that she was a taken lady and 
and Tasha didn't start anything flirtatious, uh, or it was previously before she became the Bachelorette. Okay, fair enough. I just wanted to. That's, I, I just have the headline, so it's like, hey, if I'm putting my clues together, something's up here, but maybe not. Well, hey, uh, fans have been going crazy the last week uh, with rumors of another Bachelorette and her boo. Uh, it's Bachelorette couple Claire and Dale, if you remember right, they're on this season of The Bachelorette. They left after a couple weeks to be happy together. Uh, and the, the headlines reads this, Bachelorette couple Claire and Dale ignore cheating talk, spending Thanksgiving Day together. This according to TMZ. Now, a little background here. Uh, I know this story because it came up on my phone. Last week, there were rumors that Dale was caught out in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, kissing on somebody at a bar now oh the see i didn't hear about the kissing part but i saw that he was like out without claire with a couple ladies and i think a guy you saw you saw a report that he was kissing a woman now i've been reading like the comments and like some of the like dragnet like some of the the stuff that's like you would just push out the window like the throwaway yeah you know okay Um, yeah and so I could be wrong. Now, tell me what you know, what you've heard, and tell me, I mean, has this been proven true? Okay, so he was photographed last week walking around the city with a few models after they worked on a Hugo Boss event together. They got drinks afterward, and that's when the rumor mill started turning out that he was smooch- seen smooching uh, multiple women. Uh, but they say it's completely untrue. One of the women Dale is actually hanging out with is married, and the other one has a boyfriend. I think I even saw a little footage of this. It may have been from Halloween time. He mm. was out with a couple women in New York, but I didn't see anything romantic. So it just looks like they've been documenting their trip to Sacramento. Um, he flew to Sacramento, and then they're, I think they're driving down to San Diego because they've been posting a lot of stories singing in the car. It looks like a road trip. Yeah. It, you know, they seem happy together. Um uh, so, so far, you know, she would be the one to know more than most. And I'm sure she asked him, right? So all signs point to them being healthy and good together. At least that's what we know. Um, we have no other rumors otherwise. Well, Bachelorette alum Hannah Brown consults with a matchmaker to find love again. This is according to Us Weekly. Okay, so you guys know that Hannah has a new YouTube channel. So on her YouTube channel, she had a life coach, her life coach, Nora. I can't, I'm not going to even attempt at the last name. Um, who also is a professional matchmaker, come on. And Hannah admitted that she hasn't dated since being on The Bachelorette, which, you know, was over a year and a half ago. And she said, um, if you don't know yourself completely or you lose sight of that, it becomes, what do I want? Who do I want to be with? It got really hard for me. So for a while, I just tried to numb it as much as possible. She said that now she's in a place where she feels comfortable getting into a serious relationship. She says that I think I am truly ready to give and receive love again, but it definitely has been a journey. When the relationship coach asked Hannah um, what she looks for in a partner, she said a confident energy. She also said that she wants somebody who's open and of course shares her values of honesty, having already had issues with that in the past. Yeah, well, it's interesting because Hannah, I, I haven't seen a lot of her YouTube channel. I'm sure it's well followed. Um, you know, I did see some Instagram where she was like trying to get out there, trying to put herself out there, putting notes on guys, uh, cars. Uh, it'll be fun to follow this and see if it works out. Now, speaking of dating, Tyler Cameron is low-key dating model Elizabeth Turner. This according to Cosmo. 
So they've apparently gone on a few dates. It's nothing serious. She's definitely his type. These are all what sources have said. This source also says that they don't live in the same place and that Taylor and that Tyler isn't looking for a relationship at the moment. They've hung out multiple times in LA and New York. They're having fun together. They've been texting, keeping it casual. Um, apparently Tyler and Elizabeth met through a mutual friend and they started chatting on Instagram. They of course haven't gone public with their relationship because they're keeping it casual. Uh, and recently Tyler confirmed on the podcast, Chicks in the Office, he and Hannah are simply friends. He's implying he's single. He says he's single, uh, despite, you know, going out with Elizabeth possibly a few times and he's happy to share his dating life, but first he's got to get a girlfriend. So when he has a girlfriend, he'll let you guys know. Elizabeth Turner was seen with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio at one point, right? That's how I know that name. Is she? So Leo's been with that one girl for like over a year and some before. So let me, let me, I mean, wow. Tyler well, is dipping into Leo territory. Well, as you're researching, Ashley, I'm going to read the next headline. Uh, bachelors Melissa Rycroft and husband Ty have ruled out baby number four. This according to Us Weekly. Well, we should talk to Melissa about this when she's on our podcast later. Um, she's going to be recapping the episode with us. And of course, talking about Caitlin's huge win on Dancing with the Stars because she's also a former Dancing with the Stars winner. Yes, Ben, Tyler C is now dipping his toes in area. Well, that sounds dirty. He is dating someone possibly who Leonardo DiCaprio dated. Wow. Pretty cool. Good for him. <laughs> Dean Ungler confesses he was disappointed in girlfriend Kaylin's past when they started dating this, according to Us Weekly. I thought this was super interesting. So um, Dean came out about this on the podcast with Jared, Help I Suck at Dating, a couple like uh, a week ago. And I just thought it was, it was very interesting. He said that their past relationship, of course, were a long time ago, but when they first started dating, there were things that he said that he felt disappointed about or just upset to hear. He said that he was like, well, dude, if you're going to flip it around and put me in the same position that I'm putting her in, I would look 20 times worse. So I'm not going to just sit here and be a hypocrite and be upset about something that she might or may not have done. Well, I would have probably done the same thing, if not worse, 10 times over. He also said that uh, he doesn't think that you should ever really hold your significant other accountable for the things that they did before they knew the person that they're currently dating. And he said, you could spend time thinking about it and dwelling on it, but it's just going to make yourself angry for literally no reason at all, because it's like, what are you supposed to do about some, someone doing things before you, they possibly ever met you. It's, it's interesting. I wonder what he was a, a little annoyed at. Maybe, I don't know. What do you, what do you think he was annoyed about? <laughs> I mean, I think it's like maybe she just dated around a lot and like, it's hard to think about your significant other dating around. Yeah. I mean, if I were to assume here, any, I think this is actually a really, it's a, a really beautiful statement by Dean because I know Dean and you know Dean and Dean doesn't fall easily. And so for him to get at all jealous yeah. or for him to care is unique, right? So I think it's actually showing that like Dean heard these things that Kalen had done, which he had done himself and probably girls that he's dated before have done. And for the first time in a lot, his life, he's feeling this, you know, 
oh, but that wasn't me. And this hurts and it's not fun. It's not fun to, to think about that or hear it. It happens. We all understand that it's part of life. But I think Dean, I think this points to how hard and how much he loves Kaylin. I know. It's so cute. It's so sweet. You're right. Dean's like not the guy that would really care about another girl's dating past from, you know, all the time we knew him before Kaylin. Yeah. It's so sweet. It is. I think it's just a little jealousy. Ashley, that's all the Bachelor headlines we have. Now, I do want to take this time to mention uh, that we uh, had an amazing time this last week doing our Friendsgiving. It was a really great experience. We had a lot of people show up for the virtual podcast that we did. We had some incredible guests. Now, if you weren't able to watch that, uh, please go back and listen to the episode. It was it was a really fun time for us, and it was good to gather together and uh, and show off the recipes and catch up, obviously, with some of our favorites uh, who have been on this show many times before. It was so much fun. Okay, well, we're going to take a quick break, and then afterward, we'll be talking to Melissa Rycroft about Caitlin's win and recapping the episode with her. Stay tuned. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that's so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. There's nothing like having a clean space. I can't say that I have it a ton with a toddler, but when I do, it's magical. And I also love it when I can add a little bit of my own sort of favorite candle, favorite scent, favorite throw blanket, you know, just express your personal style while the space is perfectly clean. Well, that's where Clorox Sentiva comes in because Clorox have these clean scents that'll fit your vibe. With coconut, grapefruit, or lavender, you can discover your own signature scent. It's clean, so it's that trusted clean that you know that you get with Clorox, and it's captivating with scents that just can speak to you. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross, you'll find huge deals on all the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops, and I mean every style for spring. There's something for the guys, too, with deals on brand name shirts. And you can get outside this spring with savings on outdoor tableware. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, 
Hope the doctor can see you this month or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people. Or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types. Plus, a doctor's easy guide so you'll know exactly what to take and when. No waiting to see the doctor. No waiting at the pharmacy. It's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/famous. You can use the promo code famous. That's promo code famous at twc.health/famous. Hey, it's Ben and it's Ashley and we want to let you know that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. LifeVac is the easiest Safest and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit lifevac.net and enter promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS to save 20% and secure your home kit today. That's lifevac.net and enter promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS. All right, guys, we have Melissa Rycroft on the line. If you guys don't remember her... Well, she is, you know, pretty much Bachelor Royalty, and you have been part of the Dallas Cowboys. Cheerleaders making the team. You were a contestant on Dancing with the Stars season eight. And um, Melissa also was competing for Bachelor Jason Mesnick's heart. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She, you know, we all know the drama that happened there. He ended up with Molly. Right. But you got to go on Dancing with the Stars, and now you are very happily married with three children. Mm-hmm. How you doing, Melissa? I'm doing all right, you know, quite the intro. Um, yeah, things are as good as they can be, you know, living life in quarantine with a bunch of, of children and my husband getting by like everybody else. But yeah, things are, things are pretty good. Okay, well, that is good. Did you, did you follow Caitlin's journey on The Bachelorette? I mean... Did you follow Caitlin's <laughs> journey on Dancing with the Stars? Well, I followed both. I followed her on Bachelorette. Okay, um, and of course, yeah, I had to follow her on Dancing with the Stars too. I mean, I owe that show a lot. And so I'm always supportive every year. This year was different. There were a lot of changes that they made um, going in with Tyra being a host. Obviously, there's no audience. But um, I think the talent this year was huge. And I think Caitlin rocked it the entire time. Now, uh say what you want, but mm-hmm. obviously it was a big change. Like Tom Bergeron was beloved right. and he was a great host. I don't think anybody's right. going to question his ability to host. Yeah. How did you feel as a former contestant having that change happen? Uh, I didn't like it. I mean, yeah. I have, gosh, it's been over 10 years that I've worked with that show. So I was all Tom. That's the only host I knew. Um, but he was also a friend to everybody. I mean, I think anybody that watched that show before could see the relationship that he had with the contestants, with the dancers, with his co-hosts, the judges. And so when we found out that he wasn't going to be a part of it, I was like, well, it's not the same show at all. Um, And then you try to go into it open-minded and going, okay, Tyra's a completely different person. You know, she hosts very differently. She has a different energy about her. Um, I just, I never got sold on it, to be honest with you, even watching it. And I almost feel like they should have just changed the name of the show. That way we wouldn't expect 
what we have seen the past, what, 20 something seasons. So yeah, I miss Tom. I, I'm really sad that he's not a part of it anymore. Tom was, uh, Tom had a, a following and I know the people who've been on the show in the past really loved him and, and he yeah. was great, great to them as a host. And I know a lot of hosts out there would consider Tom maybe one of the most talented and oh. uh, prepared hosts that's on TV. I mean, you know, yeah. he was talked about in, in great ways. Well, we did see a whole different season. We did see Caitlin win. Right. There's an interesting thing that happened this year, which is really cool as a friend of Caitlin and also somebody just really uh, enjoys her as a person. Bachelor Nation, including Bachelor contestants, came out in droves, like yeah. more than any contestant on Dance with the Stars ever to support her. Mm -hmm. now, you won this thing, not without support, but the support looked a lot different. Absolutely. Different social media era. I mean, I didn't have social media. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm an OG. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of it is Caitlin is one of the most beloved people to ever come out of Bachelor Nation. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I mean, the career that she has created for herself outside of the franchise is huge and unmatched. And I think that you have to give extreme credit to that. Um, and I think the fact that most of us knew the backstory of her not being able to do Dancing with the Stars back right. when it was her bachelor prime, if you will. Yeah. And, you know, she was very vocal about that. And I think a lot of us were like, well, that doesn't seem right. I mean, I know, I know some of the backstory that can happen with bachelor and what you're allowed to do and what you're not allowed to do and what they say you can say and what you can't. And so I felt really bad for her personally going dancing with the stars is a huge opportunity. And if she was offered the position and not allowed to take it, maybe because someone on Bachelor didn't allow her to. Um, I don't think that's fair. Now, that being said, look at what she did without the Dancing with the Stars platform. You know, I mean, she didn't really need it. Yeah. But I think everybody knew that backstory. And because of that, they were rooting for her so much more when she's, she's yeah. wanted this really, really bad for a while. And not only is this like a huge dream come true, and it was so amazing just to see a dream come true in front of your eyes, especially after a dance like the Moulin Rouge and coming yes. from the ceiling <laughs> on the swing. It was just like such an amazing fairy tale moment. Right. But she worked so hard for it. Like, and we all knew that, you know, because of her being maybe a little screwed over in the past, she was going to put like even more heart and soul into this. But this is a demonstration of just dedication, right. discipline. She danced through those injuries. And um, she also like didn't always have perfect scores. You know, she mm -hmm. struggled with the judges at times, but she prevailed and it was an amazing moment. And watching Jason, watching Jason, I know, I watching from afar <laughs> was just at almost just as good to see how incredibly supportive he is right. just adorable. I know. I wish we could have seen him in the audience. Like, could you I imagine know. if he had been in the front row when that happened? Yeah. Um, I do think one of the greatest things about Caitlin this season on Dancing with the Stars is that, you know, I think we all know her as she can be snarky and sarcastic and funny and, and she's got that edge to her. And she was so gracious on Dancing with the Stars. Like all the critiques that she got, you could tell, like she took it in and I want to make this better. The way that she, her and Artem, the relationship that they mm -hmm. had, I mean, you just saw the side of her of like, she really wants it. And she's working hard. She's not just relying on support from Bachelor Nation fans to vote in. Like she mm -hmm. genuinely wants to do better and, you know, get better every week. And I, you know, I just think that was really cool to actually see that. She, uh, the, I, what I realized this season watching Dance with the Stars, because I, I haven't watched every season, 
is how important the stories behind the dancers are for their performances, but also for how the fans react. And I think you're right. I think everything, it felt like even when we, like Caitlin found out she was going to be on Dance with the Stars, right. it felt like everything aligned for her to like, to win. Not, not because it was given to her, but because she, she wanted to work hard. She had mm -hmm. a story to tell. She fought for this. This was what, I mean, she is a dancer and she is a star. And so you right. bring those two things together and you have dancing with the stars. Like, <laughs> and there she is. And yeah. there she is. I mean, she is a, a great embodiment of not only the franchise for The Bachelor, but for Dancing with the Stars in general. And so uh, really cool to see that. And so um, last piece, last thing about Caitlin here, Melissa now she's won. Right. You're a past winner. Yeah. Uh, what advice would you have for Caitlin as she now enters into the season of being carrying the mirror ball? I mean, I don't think I need to give Caitlin Bristow any advice. You know, she's got things figured out. And, you know, I I would guess that 2021 is probably going to be a really good year for her. I could see maybe a, a ring coming very soon. And it's almost like this little fairy tale that we all know that she's wanted for so long is happening and I think I think this win is just kind of the start of some really great things that are going to happen to her it's you now make three bachelorette ish I mean you weren't yeah. a bachelorette but ish contestants that have won the mirror ball so mm -hmm. that's a lot of consistency and I now we have back-to-back -back winners with Hannah and Caitlin so I wonder if people are starting like I truly think that Caitlin wouldn't have won if there was no fan vote I don't know the math on that yeah. Like, I, I think that that probably matches up. Um, do you think that there's going to be maybe like a sect of the Dancing with the Stars fandom that is like, this isn't fair because the Bachelorettes are going to keep winning because they have such fan support from Bachelor Nation? Right. Or do you think that they just happen to be more talented? Well, I mean, I think it's a combination of talent and like we were talking about the fan vote. I mean, I love Nelly. I was I was rooting for Nelly from day one. He, the only reason he got to the final was his fan vote. He did yeah. not get it based on his dance ability or his scores. So it it is a large part in what the fans think. I do worry that they get ABC fatigue, if you will. You know, I mean, I, I think sometimes you feel like, and especially going from Bachelor to Dancing with the Stars, it's from one season straight into the next, you know, Bachelor, Bachelorette ends, Dancing with the Stars starts. So with Hannah Brown, for example, we saw her on our screens for six months straight. And it's so- It's not like almost right, a year. Right, exactly, yeah. exactly. I was being get nice. Um, but I do, I do worry now this has happened twice in a row. If come the next round, if somebody from- Matt James, if Matt James gets on and people are like, oh, we've already seen it too much. I'm not voting just because of what's happened. So mm -hmm. I don't know, it's going to be interesting. I tell you one person uh, that we're going to get into right now uh, that uh, could definitely win, I think, is Tasha. I feel like she's beloved by many. Right. She's celebrated by all right now. She's crushing right. it as the Bachelorette. But we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to catch up with you and your life, Melissa. And then we're going to break down Tasha's last episode of The Bachelorette. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. 
we have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. There's nothing like having a clean space. I can't say that I have it a ton with a toddler, but when I do, it's magical. And I also love it when I can add a little bit of my own sort of favorite candle, favorite scent, favorite throw blanket, you know, just express your personal style while the space is perfectly clean. Well, that's where Clorox Sentiva comes in because Clorox have these clean scents that'll fit your vibe. With coconut, grapefruit, or lavender, you can discover your own signature scent. It's clean, so it's that trusted clean that you know that you get with Clorox, and it's captivating with scents that just can speak to you. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross, you'll find huge deals on all the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops, and I mean every style for spring. There's something for the guys, too, with deals on brand name shirts. And you can get outside this spring with savings on outdoor tableware. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, hope the doctor can see you this month, or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people. Or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types, plus a doctor's easy guide so you'll know exactly what to take and when. No waiting to see the doctor, no waiting at the pharmacy. It's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/famous. You can use the promo code FAMOUS. That's promo code FAMOUS at twc.health slash FAMOUS. Hey, it's Ben. And it's Ashley. And we want to let you know that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. LifeVac is the easiest, safest, and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit lifevac.net and enter promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS to save 20% and secure your home kit today. That's lifevac.net and enter promo code almost famous. We're back with Melissa. Melissa, now catch us up on your life. You are a, a mirror ball champion. 
you have thrived yourself. You have a long list of accomplishments and things that you've done. What is life like for you right now? Um, oddly quiet, which is really nice. I mean, one of the blessings with this whole quarantine that we're in is that I get to stay home with my kiddos, which at certain times I'm like, oh my gosh, we got to get out of the house. Um, On the other hand, I'm like, I've never had just this much quality time with my family. And I'm very thankful we all like each other, you know, and we're, we're getting through this. But yeah, it's been an interesting couple months, but I will happily take the quiet that has, that has come with it, the calmness, if you will. You um, are part of this season. You've been part of many seasons, right? But I think you could, but you're part of this season again of yeah. Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders uh, on CMT. It is the network's most popular and longest running series. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're going to come back as a judge this year. How did you guys film this? And was it, was it during COVID days oh. or was this pre-taped? Yeah. No, this was completely. So uh, trials usually start in May, which if everybody knows we were, the, I mean, we were shut down, nothing was happening. And so we were all just told, you're on hold for a little bit. We don't know. We don't even know one, if there's going to be a team to make and two, if there's a way to document it. I mean, the show is, I mean, over 10 years old at this point, I was on Mm -hmm. the very first season when I tried out, if that says anything. And, um, and then we got word a couple months later that they've, they had figured out a way to do the whole process virtually. And so they had so many girls send in tapes from across the world. And that's how we judged was from our living room couch. And then the, um, the team actually rented out a hotel here in Dallas for all of the girls and for production found a way to safely do it, but they condensed what normally happens in about three to four months into 16 days. So it was really accelerated, but I think, I think bachelor was the first production to go back. Mm-hmm. with Claire and Paisha. Yeah. And then I think, I think making the team was right behind them. And so it was kind of, they were all charting these un, unnavigated seas together. The, uh, you know, you mentioned this and, and you obviously have been up to a lot and you've done a lot of great things, but you mentioned something that I think everybody listening and Ashley and myself can relate with. This has been a season of things being eerily quiet yeah. in, a, in a lot of ways, right? Uh, for everybody. If that's in entertainment, if that's in business, if that's, you know, teachers going back to school, how have you navigated this season of quiet? You said it's been great, but I'm sure there's been moments that it's been difficult. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, it's, it's not, I, I wouldn't wish life to be like this, you know, and um, the position that I'm in having three small children, two of which are in school, when everything got shut down and I'm now the one responsible for trying to teach them and entertain them all day. I mean, those first two months were really hard. And I, I found myself with a lot of other people going, I don't know what to do. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, we can't even go to the park or, I mean, it was, it was definitely a struggle. I had to change my mindset though, and go, my kids are going to remember this. They're old enough to remember what we're going through right now. So mm-hmm. I need to make sure that this is an experience that they don't look back on and hate and, and, you know, despise, but let's start making memories together. You know, I went online and bought a bunch of card games and board games. And um, we just kind of started changing our attitudes about it. And that's when I started to realize this is kind of nice. You know, I don't have to travel. I don't have to do anything. And um, I can be with them now. Of course, we're allowed to go out and do some stuff. But I think it was just the mindset of saying, I'm going to make this an experience that they remember rather than one that they wish that they could forget, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
No, that's yeah. fair. Well, uh, one thing that's taken our mind off of everything <laughs> right now is having a bachelorette on. You mentioned it. They are, are one of the first, if not the first, I think, I think they are works. officially the first production to go back and they've blessed our screens for the last few weeks <laughs> with some amazing television. Uh, let's break down this week's episode. Ashley, take it away. All right. Let's start with the first sort of kind of group date. So it's a small group date to compete for a one-on-one. The guys have to write and perform a song. We've seen this. I feel like they use this date I idea. I this date, actually. Okay. I this song. <laughs> they do this date idea like every other season, but maybe it's because it is always quite entertaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything that you thought was mentionable from this? I thought I- that um, it came down between Damar and, and Ivan to me. He definitely were the two standouts. I think that's who it came down to. I mean, I, it's hard now that I've seen the episode because I'm so into Ivan. And so it's almost like I don't remember I how great he even did. I just, I'm such a fan of him now. And I think he's so cute. I just, the singing things are so cringy. And I I guess I take myself back to when I had to do it and we're just standing there. And I think Tasha was a really good sport about it, you know? And she's like, I'm not going to grill him too hard because this is not easy. But I mean, I feel like it's different for girls for us to have to get up and write and sing a song as opposed to guys having to get up and and sing a song. I don't know. Whole different. Really? See, I feel like guys can get away with it. Like, oh, this is silly. Like, I'm going (laughs) to sound bad. Like, I can make fun of ourselves. I think it's far more traumatizing for the girls to have to sing and show off a bad voice because it almost feels like you're you should like as a female you should like carry a tune like oh. it's, it's like it's it's just more appealing if you can but with, with a guy i don't think you have ex- those expectations Aww. ben did you have to sing uh no i didn't um <laughs> luckily but there's a small little move here that i think changed the game i think yeah. it changed a huge there's a huge season switch in my eyes with this one move it's ivan having her come up and sit beside him yes, that, yeah what yeah. what a move that that shows those little things now if i'm in this situation you can't take this too seriously like even if you're a good singer it's embarrassing to get up there and start like <laughs> belting something out so like take this lightly do it and and like honestly it's those little moves like that that say, sh- that shows hey i'm thinking about Tasha first right. my song second third whatever and i and i really at that moment go ivan you've got something special here hey and it worked so yep yeah now at the top of the episode melissa i told ben i was like there is some perfection in this episode that i just don't even want to touch like let's just let it breathe it was it was great it was some of the bad the best bachelor stuff i i can remember (laughs) seeing and that was her one-on-one with ivan from everything about it from Her first saying, like, except the floor is lava in that game. And that was cute. And then the ordering the room service and the pillow fight to the extremely vulnerable and culturally timely conversation that they had and how emotional it was and how it felt like we were just watching this intimate moment that it it just didn't feel like they were on camera at all. Uh, I don't even know what else to say about it, but like, it was just, it was so good to see and it felt so real. And I'm really glad that they let that conversation breathe. And they just like, it, they didn't cut it short at all. Right. You know, they let it be a standout moment. And then we, it wasn't even done because after that, they, 
they went inside and they looked at old pictures of Tasha as a kid. It was just like the most complete date. I loved it. I think it was great because when you think about it, it's a date they would actually have. Yes. You know? it, it's not the extravagance and, and the surface level conversation because you're surrounded by all of this beauty and a hot air balloon kind of a thing. It was, this is what we'd really be doing. We'd be sitting at one of our houses, maybe trying to break um, the ice by having a, a silly game, but then you're talking. I mean, the conversation that Ivan and Tasha had, I think was the most in-depth conversation we've ever seen on Bachelor, if I can say that. I mean, they don't yeah. usually like to go that deep or at least show the audience that. With with Kaylin um, and Colton, we saw a similar-ish conversation. Okay. But different here. Well, you're right, you're right. I had to go back. Mm -hmm. But different here where there was like a beautiful back and forth. Right. You know, yeah. like it was yeah. both of them mutually saying, this is my story. Yeah. I want you to get to know me and I want to get to know you. And it wasn't one person talking, another person shaking their head, yes or no. Like yeah. this, this was, I would agree with Melissa. This is one of the most uh, beautiful and timely and intimate conversations between two people that we've ever seen. Right. And the way to naturally evolved yes. from them talking about, you know, his childhood to his um, to his younger brother in prison and then to George Floyd and everything that's gone had gone on since then. And it was just great. I yeah. I mean, I, I'll be honest. I didn't know who Ivan was before this episode. And he's now like he's my top guy. Seeing them together. I was like, I just there's an ease there that you just don't see with anybody and the depth that they've been able to take the relationship on one date, I think is huge. Can we, can we just pause though for a second and talk about the one thing that gave me anxiety on this date? <laughs> yeah. If the, I the, eat, the feathers. No, uh, nah. that gave me a little anxiety. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a bowl of ice cream that big, like two <laughs> bites of that. And I am not good on a date. Like you got to see <laughs> You got to see me do like that is you want to really break the ice. You have me eat a bowl <laughs> of ice cream and you're like, yeah, this guy ain't that great. But a whole freaking like mound it of it. It was a gallon. It was a yeah. gallon. It, it, it was like, it looked like five gallons. It was definitely a waste of ice cream. Cute for the visual effect. But Ben, I can't lie. I was thinking very similar things. I was like, I could maybe have two spoonfuls of that and I have to cut it off. Yeah, it, not good news. Like, I mean, <laughs> credit to kudos to the two of them, but you, if that bowl of ice cream came out, I would be stressed out right away going, I don't know how I'm going to manage this because I'm either going to look like a prude and like I don't eat ice cream or, well, Tasha yeah. and I are going to get really close. Um, <laughs> well, you know, I, I thought, and we've said it every week, Melissa, and it, it's just, I, I think it just continues to highlight this how amazing the date producers have been during this season to make this so interesting for all of us to watch when they are stuck in one location. Like, yes, this date was simple. Yes. This date looked like something you do on a Friday night. However, not only did Ivan and Tasha make it really interesting for all of us, not on purpose, just because of their chemistry, but the date producers, this episode went just above and beyond. I think once again, to keep these dates interesting, these dates are better. They are. Yeah, I mean, I, they're I, more real. I feel like people are trying, they're trying to, oh my gosh, they were riding horses around the resort. I mean, they're, they're almost looking for reasons to um, say that it's silly that they're at one resort. But like you said, if you actually know the process and you know what goes into it, they're really being creative to have one location to 
film all of this stuff and make it feel different. It doesn't feel yeah. like we're just staying in one place and that they're kind of recycling dates. Um, yeah, I think they uh, they made their pay this season for sure. They yeah. really have. But like Ben was saying, just like less ooh and ah dates mm -hmm. and more intimacy on the dates because there's nothing to distract. Exactly. Should we go into another very fun truth or dare <laughs> date? Is it really, was it like really truth or dare? Because there was no like choice here. There was just all a, a ton of dares. <laughs> and then there was like some truth in the end. But it was so funny. We see the guys drinking the most disgusting Ugh. smoothies. Fear factor level, you know, we have like cow testicles and, mm -mm. and intestines and crickets and all that stuff. I think I've actually eaten a cricket before. I don't think it's that bad, but that smoothie can't believe those guys kept it down. Um, then they had to make orgasm sounds and broadcast it Which to like the awful. whole resort. Awful. So cringy. <laughs> so fun to watch. I would die have to do it, having to do it. So cringy, but it, for whatever reason, it hit my like funny bone because not because they were doing it, but because the very first time the guys' reactions that weren't on the dates. Oh right, yeah. I was so just funny. Like, can you imagine sitting there and all of a sudden some dudes moaning over the <laughs> intercom and you're having to hear it? And at first you don't know what's going on. Like you don't know if a mic got put into a bad place and it's a mistake. Then you realize, oh, this is up to something. I don't know why. I found it hilarious. Oh, it also, was absolutely yeah. One of those guys was like, somebody has demons. <laughs> that made me LOL. Well, that's what I was going to say. I, If I just heard those noises, my first thought would not be orgasm. That's yeah. what that is. I mean, these were, it sounded demonic. It sounded painful. I mean. <laughs> like Easy said, that, that dude needs to go to church. Yeah. Like, that was brutal. Now, here's the, here's the funny part. Like having Becca and Sydney there mm. with, Tasha made it really fun to watch because they were just, I mean, think about how fun it would be to have your two, like two of your closest friends sitting beside you as this was going on and you're watching it, knowing they're doing it for you. Like that mm -hmm. just made it, I think, awesome for Tasha. Right. And I think it was all in good fun. You know, it wasn't one of those dates that was, you've got to take yourself too seriously. Um, and yeah, I, I, as a female watched it going, I would love to have my girlfriends and have put my husband now tie through something like that. Cause how, I mean, it's just, it's funny. <laughs> it's so good. Well, again, the date producers did it and they did it well. Uh, and then we enter into a weird part of the episode. Yeah. Habanero pepper. Well, that part was sweet. Habanero? That was, no, no, that, I love the habanero pepper. No, that was not what I'm talking about. But it's like, okay. I feel like that part disappointed a little bit. Like, I wanted to see a little more spice out of those guys. Like, they that they took the spice way too well. I wanted to see them, like, cry. I mean, it's 112 degrees outside, like, foam. I wanted to see them spit up. <laughs> they, You know, yeah. Kenny was had, like that. It had to be uncomfortable. But it, they, they kind of, like, ran with it. And they did a good job of eating a habanero in the middle of the desert. <laughs> well... Ben did, I mean, Bennett did such a good job with that proposal. Yeah, Bennett. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, hey, well, now's probably a good time. Let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to break down the second uh, part of the episode, which includes some things that really, really frustrated me as a former lead. We'll be back with the Almost Famous Podcast. <laughs> what keeps baby skin healthy? 
a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. There's nothing like having a clean space. I can't say that I have it a ton with a toddler, but when I do, it's magical. And I also love it when I can add a little bit of my own sort of favorite candle, favorite scent, favorite throw blanket, you know, just express your personal style while the space is perfectly clean. Well, that's where Clorox Sentiva comes in because Clorox have these clean scents that'll fit your vibe. With coconut, grapefruit, or lavender, you can discover your own signature scent. It's clean, so it's that trusted clean that you know that you get with Clorox, and it's captivating with scents that just can speak to you. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross, you'll find huge deals on all the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And I mean, every style for spring. There's something for the guys, too, with deals on brand name shirts. And you can get outside this spring with savings on outdoor tableware. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, hope the doctor can see you this month, or wait two hours at urgent care, Then you can sit in a room full of sick people, or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types, plus a doctor's easy guide so you'll know exactly what to take and when. No waiting to see the doctor, no waiting at the pharmacy. It's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/famous. You can use the promo code FAMOUS. That's promo code FAMOUS at twc.health slash FAMOUS. Hey, it's Ben. And it's Ashley. And we want to let you know that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. LifeVac is the easiest, safest, and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit lifevac.net and enter promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS to save 20% and secure your home kit today. 
That's lifevac.net and enter promo code almost famous. So let's continue with the nighttime portion of that group date. She again didn't have any bachelor speak type conversations with these guys. I felt like she really made progress getting to know them. She talks about Blake letting his walls down. Um, she had that moment with Zach, which I, I actually expected more from the moment with Zach, because I know that there is so something there. He does get the rose. Uh, you could feel the energy between them, but like, there wasn't a lot of like words exchanged during that, like hot tub scene together. But I just know this guy's going to get far. Melissa, what do you think about Zach? I agree. I mean, you can feel the buildup between them. Um, Uh It almost is like, and I, it, it's not going to come out right what I'm saying. It almost, it's, it, they're both kind of a little uncomfortable because they both are really into each other. And yes. it's like, I don't quite know how to act and you don't quite know how to act and we're, we're navigating it. Um, it does look like there's really something there. Like he's one of my top favorites um, right now, but it's going to be interesting because I do feel like we're, we're watching this journey that's going to peak. Completely agree. I also love the way Damar vocalized his worst fear about getting divorced and how he's watched his mom and had to be a child of that twice. And then I thought Bennett talking about how he was for, you know, formally engaged and he broke off an engagement and didn't want to get married for the wrong reasons. Uh, that was surprisingly very vulnerable of Bennett. He but, legitimately but he got shut choked down. Out. But he yeah. shut down. Also, he did because he, I, he changed the subject very quickly to be, what did he change it to? Well, right. When he goes, this is really hard for me to talk about, which is fair. Yeah. It's a, yeah. it's a nationally televised show. I get that it's hard and you, you don't have to go into that stuff if you don't want to, but it feels like there's more there than what we understood from that conversation because all of a sudden he stops and he asks her a question about herself. He, he deflected a little bit, which again, no shame to him. But I don't feel like we got a lot of why it is so hard for him. Like, what happened there? Did he break it off? Um, you know, is he is he scared now? Like, there there wasn't a lot of detail following that one statement. I see what you're saying there. I guess it was just a hopeful moment because Bennett has been like such a fan favorite in the way that we find yeah. him so entertaining. Right. That I was like, oh, exciting. There's something more there. There is emotion when he got choked up. I just kind of was like, there's, there's somebody behind the Harvard gentleman. Mm. My thing with Bennett is I do, I do like him, but I like him as a character. Yeah. And I I think that's what we're doing is we're watching Bennett, the character. And so his interaction with Tasha to me is I almost don't expect it to go deeper because I think he knows who his character is, if you will. He came in very aware of how he was going to look and how he wanted to be portrayed. Mm -hmm. Um, and he just kind of, he just stays on, on that line with all his interactions, I feel like. But Melissa and Ashley, that brings up the question then that kind of gets to my point before, if you're Bennett and you come in going, Hey, I think I have a lot to offer. I mean, in fact, his bio says like, I've always had women chasing after me. I would now Mm -hmm. want to chase after somebody. Uh So if you have this idea of the character, you've kind of put this character on, you realize that you're playing into it. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, unexpectedly, you start to develop real feelings for this person. Like he's really experiencing real feelings for Tasha. Is there an opportunity now for him to switch from being a character to actually being a viable partner to Tasha long term? 
I guess that's what I'm saying. I was excited seeing that that was about to happen, but you're right. Maybe he did cut it off too soon or, or maybe it's a preview of what's to come. I don't know. I, I guess it depends on how invested in this quote unquote character that I've created for him. I mean, let's be honest. I don't know how he came in or not, but I, I feel like some people do come in with this characterization that they want and they almost don't allow themselves to get to a certain emotional point with the lead because you know, they've got this mask on of the character. So, I mean, I don't know if he really is super into Tasha or not. I don't know if he's going to be able to because he's, you know, Bennett the Harvard guy, if that makes any sense. Now, just doing a little bit of overanalyzing previews from the the rest of the season, I feel like this the kiss that we saw between the two of them mm-hmm. is the only bennett Tasha kiss that we've seen teased. So I don't know that he's going to be sticking around much longer. Mm, interesting. That yeah. is. That would be yeah. really intriguing. Well, following this group date, uh, we're going to speed things up a bit. Uh, because the rest of the episode was was fine. There was a lot of drama between Noah and the guys. And the guys are not thrilled with, you know, Noah. And, I, and we still, I don't see a problem with what he did. He jumped into a date where a guy backed out. If anybody, they should be mad at Ed. However, there is some weird stuff at the end that we'll get to that probably wasn't great for Noah to do because I just think it was untrue. But there's a moment in this episode, guys, that everybody listening knows fires me up. <laughs> um, and I've got to highlight it because I've never seen it done before. It's the Self-describing? Ed- no, well, that happens all – I've given up on that. that I've, I've, I have preached my sermon on self-describing, and it drives <laughs> me crazy. It's not going to stop. Nobody's listening to me. Uh, at all. I don't know why they don't listen to me. Uh, it would make me watch the show a little easier, but Ben decides to go to Tasha's room. Mm-hmm. Now here's the problem with this guys. This is the second time he's made one mistake. Now I know right now, Wait, I don't think this was a mistake, but I continue I, again. I, it, I don't think this is going to look like a mistake. Now I think it's a mistake later because okay. last week on the episode, he asked for more time with Tasha after the date's done. And I've said it before. I've never seen it done like this. You're exhausted as a lead. And all these contestants need to recognize and respect the fact that a lead is tired, like not tired of you as humans, tired in general. Like it's long hours. You talk to a lot of people. You drain yourself thin every night so that you get two hours, one hour, 20 minutes of alone time so you can refuel for the next day. It's important. If not, you'll never make it. So last week we see him asking for more time. It's pretty clear that Tasha's just tired. She wants to go home. Fair. This week, he does the same thing. Now, he didn't have time with her. So fair that he wanted to make sure he finds time. But it's 2.30 in the morning. Now, do you want to be known as somebody that shows up to your door at 2.30 in the morning when somebody's tired and trying to refuel? Or do you want to be known as somebody that steps up earlier than that and finds time to finds time? That is not only ideal for you, but ideal for them. Now, this had a great mix because obviously Ed shows up to Chris Harrison's room. One of the best <laughs> scenes I've ever seen in my <laughs> I think it's absolutely fantastic. Like Chris answers the door, uh, pours him a glass of wine. The two of them are sitting there so awkwardly. Awkward. I can't even imagine how awkward that moment felt when you're in that room with them. Uh, Chris shines once again. But yeah. It doesn't take away from the fact that I think Ben is self-sabotaging himself secretly, maybe not even knowing it right now because he just continues to show up at the most non-ideal times. I know what you're saying, Ben. 
and I understand. And if I were the lead, I'd also be probably kind of tired and annoyed. But if I liked the guy enough, I'd be pretty excited to see him at my door, regardless of what time it was, as long as I had makeup on. I mean, first of all, Tasha looked beautiful at 2.30 yeah. in the morning. That is not what I look like if somebody <laughs> shows up. Um, I think it could have gone either way. I mean, I, I do think that he could have gone. And most of the time when we see people sneak out and go find the lead, it, it doesn't end super well. I mean, no. but watching this, I went, I think he made the right move, obviously. I mean, I think they had great conversation. Even Tasha at the end was like, this was the best thing that you could have done. And so I think if it hadn't gone that well, he'd probably be going home. I mean, two strikes are out kind of a thing. But I think he redeemed himself, if you will. And Tasha seemed to completely appreciate it. And I like him. I liked it. I liked what he did. Hey, fast forward then to the, the, the bi- a big moment in this episode. Uh, that will continue to play out as we watch. Uh, Noah, uh, somebody that had a great week last week, uh, was kind of quiet this week. We didn't see a lot of him. We go to the rose ceremony, and we know that the house is a little bit uh, uneasy about his tax tactic and, and kind of how he's uh, walked through this experience in his short right. time there. Now, I'm on Noah's side up until this moment. He sits down with Tasha, and he says something that I've yet to see any of the guys talk about he not he doesn't he doesn't stop with hey these guys are kind of like upset with me for getting the rose and hey the, he didn't really need to say anything instead i'm going to use the word manipulates the situation okay and yeah. says to Tasha that these guys are questioning her behavior mm-hmm. and her intentions and if anything i've seen these guys even if i don't i'm not a fan of all of them I've seen these guys be nothing but head over heels for Tasha and really respectful of her as the bachelorette that's replaced. What are your thoughts as we close this episode on Noah's communication to Tasha? <laughs> um, I think that he put the nail in his coffin with yep. that. Um, Cause he did have me at the beginning of the episode when he was talking, he was like, all these guys are against me. And I have to be honest, it's really getting to me. I, I was watching that going, man, I appreciate a guy that can say that, that, you know, the fact that these guys don't like him is bothering him. Um, but then when you see the manipulation wheels start turning in his head and you see this conversation he has with Tasha, and, and maybe he wasn't expecting her to react the way that she did, you know, maybe he just thought I'll put seeds of doubt of these guys in Tasha's mind and I'll go about my business. And when she came in and blew everything up, he was like, Oh crap. You know, I wasn't expecting, I wasn't expecting everybody to find out what I said. Cause he did, he waited a minute before he fessed up to it. It was almost like he had to do the math of, are they going to know that I was it? Or should I just say that it was me now? Call me naive, but do we have proof that the guys or a couple of them didn't say that behind closed doors? I think the proof is in this, the group sat around and looked at each other. Like, have you heard anybody question Tasha? Have you yeah. and nobody said anything then they're, they're all shocked. Like, yeah, Noah, we don't like you. We don't like what you did. Uh, but we've never questioned Tasha, and I think in that moment, as Melissa just said, you see him shudder and go, "Crap! I didn't, I didn't re- I didn't really say mean right it. Like, yeah, I, I didn't, didn't think like it would this. get this far. I, I, yeah, I didn't mean to make it this. Uh, I thought I was just going to get, you know, Tasha on my side, and now I think I have a lot of backtracking to do. And in the moment that splits it is when Bennett says, "I think you, Noah's not going to apologize to the guys. That's never going to happen in this mm-hmm. show." But he says, you need, you owe an apology to Tasha, And I actually semi agree. Like he needs to go to Tasha and say, Hey, these guys actually weren't questioning you. They were questioning me. 
Uh, and he needs to own up to that, which I think could be a really um, controversial moment in his journey on The Bachelorette. Well, we see this episode finish up here, and we lose this week. Jordan, Joe, Kenny, and Chasen. Are any of you shocked or surprised? Yeah. Uh, well, first off, we all wanted to see more of Joe. I mean, he's an anesthesiologist, and he's on The Bachelorette. Bachelorette. And he's very handsome, has a sweet personality. He's 36. Like, he would have been a great bachelor material, but I don't think he got far enough. Um, Chasen, we'll wow. I yeah, we'll sit, we'll see him hopefully again, but but maybe not as a lead. So then we have Chasen, who just played such a major role in last week's episode, to then just have barely any dialogue in this episode and then be gone it was kind of shocking, especially since I thought she was pretty physically attracted to him. Kenny, I think Kenny and Jordan are both the two that I that I think were the most obvious eliminations. Kenny seems to have a fun personality, but uh, there was no chemistry there. Melissa, are you surprised? No, not really. I mean, as much as we loved Joe being an audience member, I mean, he was a great narrator and he was great to watch. I didn't particularly see the spark with him and Tasha. I am hoping that we see him in Paradise or something else because I do think that he's he's great for the franchise. Chasen, kind of same thing. I think he was big from what the audience saw, but when I saw him and Tasha, I didn't see anything particularly special. So, um, no, I wasn't I wasn't shocked this week. Another great episode of The Bachelor. Tasha's crushing it, as Ashley said. You see very little Bachelor talk out of Tasha. She is straightforward. She's honest. She's herself. She's a great personality for the show. She's doing a terrific job. Mm -hmm. uh, one of my favorite uh, Bachelorettes to watch, and I've loved watching a lot of these Bachelorettes um, since I really tuned into the show. Uh, we also really enjoy you, Melissa. Thank you for coming on the Almost Famous podcast. Uh, you're great. Uh, wishing the best with you and your family as you continue to uh, kind of be in the quiet of COVID. <laughs> uh, Melissa, follow our lead here. Uh, we close every episode in the same way. You'll learn quickly. Okay. Hey, this has been another week of the Almost Famous podcast. We'll be back next week uh, with another episode of uh, Breaking Down Tasha's season. With that, I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. I've been Melissa. Hey, we'll talk to you later, guys. Thanks a lot. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. So if you've been looking for love at first sight, it's closer than you think. It can be found at your local shelter. So this June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive. Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Super special. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Hey, it's Ben. And it's Ashley, and we want to let you know that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. LifeVac is the easiest, safest, and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit LifeVac.net and enter promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS to save 20% and secure your home kit today. That's LifeVac.net and enter promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life 
pop culture and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. What keeps baby's skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak proof skin protection to keep your baby's skin healthy and dry. Pamper Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. Free and gentle cleans better without risk of tearing. It's made from 100% plant-based cloth that grips the mess and is five times stronger. With free and gentle, mess meets its match. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. 